Good morning, everyone. Hope you're doing great. Uh, welcome. Happy Friday. And I want to share, um, I actually posted this on my Facebook profile this morning, and I wanted to just elaborate with a bit more of a uh, explanation via video. And this is all about beyond plagiarism and why you should never copy somebody else. So I say beyond plagiarism because what I'm saying here is I'm not, I'm not talking about copying someone's intellectual property. I'm not talking about like copy pasting their, their thoughts as your own. What I'm saying is in reference to not copying their business activities. So we're doing a lot of work right now on offers, right? So we're working with our clients a lot on helping them structure their offers to be more compelling in general, but also during COVID-19. And actually, this is perfect timing because one of our clients asked this morning, what is everyone else offering? Like, what is what is everyone else doing for their uh, their structures and price, you know, price offers and stuff like that? And so we worked on her specific situation because I let her know that what everyone else is doing um, is very, it needs to be taken in context. And that's the big word here is context is like, for instance, in her case, she had some high hard costs that needed to be covered as soon as possible up front, whereas someone else might not have any hard costs other than, you know, add spend and acquisition to cover. And so because of that, the offer that one can make is going to be different. So this is, again, like there's a couple, there's a couple tells that, that I've developed over the years when, um, when I'm having conversations with people to know if they're experienced in business or maybe a little bit less. And funny story, when I was in Europe in 2006 with my wife, we spent a lot of time walking around, you know, France, England, the whole thing. And we, we would walk by these restaurants and, you know, like the restaurants for the maitre d's outside of the menu, be like, hey, monsieur, come on in. We have the best, the best, whatever. And I was like, I don't know. So we created this uh, this list of tells to and we're big foodies, so we love good food. And we developed this list of tells that would let us know, is this a legitimate restaurant or is this like a tourist trap? And it was stuff like the maitre d' standing outside. It was the stuff like paper tablecloths or those chintzy green plastic chairs, uh, the type of wine glass that was sitting on the table. There's like four or five tells. We're like, yeah, probably not. And it's kind of the same thing with this is there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of people that are doing stuff online, right? Not necessarily just coaching or virtual practice, but selling, you know, e-commerce and stuff like that. And there's this whole idea of funnel hacking that Russell Brunson, I guess, brought to market years ago with what they do with ClickFunnels. And the premise is good. It's like find and model something that's working and duplicate, like don't plagiarize it, but kind of model it and copy it. So the challenge though with this is that again, like I think he's he's definitely right, right? Like find what works and model it, but there's a caveat. And that caveat is you have to have context. So let me give you an example. So I'll give you an example of uh, Brennan Burchard. So Brendan Burchard is running hundreds of ads and maybe you've seen them. And all of those ads are for his book, High Performance Habits, right? And if you funnel hack the funnel, or if you know Brendan, what it go basically, and, and most people who are offering a book on the front end, they're never selling the book if they know what they're doing. People selling the book for money on the front end eh, don't know what they're doing as much because they don't understand the game, right? The game with a free with a book is to give it away for free to get a customer for a low amount, cover the cost of that customer or that client, and then move them into higher things down the road. 
So Brennan, um, and I, I think Brennan's amazing. I'm not, I'm not by no means am I um, speaking poorly of him. I just want to give him. I want to use his example as context. So he has, he's running all these ads, right? Spending a lot of money running ads for this free book, right? Physical book shipped to your house or a PDF download, I believe, or both. And you pay for shipping, and then you're taken into I believe two upsells. One of the upsells is to join his uh, monthly membership for like 99 bucks, I think, a month, something like that. So if you were to funnel hack that, right? And you're like, okay, cool. This is the model that I'm gonna go with. Here's the dilemma is number one, you have no idea what his numbers look like. You have no clue what's happening behind the curtains. And that's, that's the big thing, guys, is you have no idea unless you're his CFO or marketing, director of marketing, you have no clue what his conversions look like, what his numbers look like, how long it takes him to break even on that or be profitable. And that is a very, very dangerous blind spot to be playing in. Because what happens, and I'll tell you from my experience, like we've done a lot of free plus shipping books. And the last one that I did was probably five, five years ago for a cookbook. And it was the last one I ever, like, well, for the foreseeable future that I was gonna do because we had, so a free cookbook, we knew our hard costs, we knew we had to cover it, so it was 795 on shipping to make it relatively you know, decent for us. Plus we were paying commissions to affiliates on that, right? So we weren't even breaking even just on the shipping. We had to have a whole bunch of upsells to now break even. And we had nine different pathways, nine different upsell flows that people could fall into that we were split testing. Each one had four different upsells. Right? Wait, before your order's complete, get this, get this, get this, get this. Like it was ridiculous. And the whole goal was to move average card value from like 18 to $22 so we could be somewhat profitable on that campaign. It, we made it work, but it was brutal. Like I'm telling you, like it was, I would never wish that upon anyone. And that's the thing you have to recognize is you don't know what they're split testing. You don't know how much stuff they're split testing. You don't know if what you're seeing right now is the winning variation or if it's the losing control the losing control variation. You don't know if they just started running this today or if they started running this a year ago. All of these questions are extremely important, guys. And this is why I'm sharing this with you. This is one it's it's the it's one of the biggest mistakes that could potentially put your business in very very rough shape. Is not knowing the the behind the curtain stuff, right? So you funnel hack someone, you say, okay, cool, I'm gonna, do, that person's doing that, therefore I have to do that. Great, awesome. Well, do you have Brendan Bouchard's budget? Do you have the deep pockets that he has? Do you have, like, I don't know his numbers. Well, I don't know if he's profitable on day one or 30 or 60 or 90, but I have some closer friends in the supplements and fitness space and the health space who will go six months, six months before they break even on a new customer. Like, it's insane. Like, I would hate to run that type of business, right? But they know their numbers to the penny and they know what they can afford to spend, et cetera. And they have this whole back-end sequence where they can recoup their investment. If you don't know that and you're like, well, they're doing that, I'm gonna do it. You're in big trouble because, <laughs> you know, if you're if you're okay being in the red for six months, that's cool. But if you're not, I don't think you need to. Um, you could land into some very deep waters, right? With that type of funnel hacking. So I think context is extremely important. So please take this to heart. It's a mistake I see a lot of people make and it's a mistake I see people make just because they don't have the right guidance, right? I think wisdom, so we just had uh, for our luminaries 
uh, mastermind. We had uh, Dr. John Berardi from Precision Nutrition, good friend of mine. So we, he did super generous, an hour and 45 minute training for our group, for our crew, our group. It was incredible. And we talked a lot about this. We talked about, you know, doing what's right for your business, right? It's not to say that a given business model, like for instance, he used the example of with Precision Nutrition, like when he started back in, two, well, officially 2006, but even before that, he was blogging, right? So a lot of the stuff he was doing was writing on different websites in his blog, and he built up a good following over time. But that took a long time, very much like it took me five plus years to build up the following on my blog. So if you were to look at my results on my blog, which are nowhere near where they used to be because we just stopped doing it, our peak, 1.25 million visitors a month. And you're like, wow, Yuri is blogging. I'm going to copy what he's doing. So I'm going to create infographics like him. I'm going to create content like him. And I'm going to figure out whatever. That's cool. You can do that. But you don't understand the context. You don't understand the fact that I'm paying $30,000 a month at the time for an editorial team. You don't understand the fact that we're working with one of the top SEO companies on the planet to drive a ton of legit backlinks to our website. You don't understand the fact that we paid for scholarships from .edu websites to have high PR backlinks. There's a lot of stuff, right, that unless you know the back end of the business, you're just making assumptions based on the veneer on the front end. And this is, you know, goes into like this concept I talk about vanity metrics, right? Vanity metrics are like Google rankings or how much traffic you get to your website. Because even if I got 1.25 million visitors to my website, well, let me tell you one more stat there. The average time on site was a minute and 21 seconds. A minute and 21 seconds, I would much rather have people watch a 45 minute webinar, right? So we have to keep things in context. Um, and again, like this, like if we use as an example, the perfect client pipeline, which is the model we teach all of our clients who are building a virtual practice and, and working with patients and clients online, it's the only thing we teach them. And I'm not saying it's the only way to build a business. I'm saying for the objective of, I want to work with patients or clients in a group or one-on-one setting, even I want to get them into my world at a slightly higher price point than selling a $27 ebook. This is the model. It's the best model, it's the simplest, it's the fastest way to the, to the outcome, um, but it's not the only one, right? Like I understand there are other ways you could do that. You could join 30 Facebook groups and you could post in those groups all day long. You could blog and hope for the best. You could uh, you know, post selfies on Instagram and, and hopefully people will, will do business with you from that. There's a bunch of different business models and I'm not saying um, there's only one, but I'm saying there's one usually for the individual based on their needs and their desire that's best for them. Does that make sense? So you have to be able to look at, okay, who's best in the business or who's best in class? How can I model that? And then asking yourself, does this fit for me, my business, my resources, my business model, my trajectory, what I'm willing to do, what I'm not willing to do? For instance, if you hate speaking to people, if you have no... um desire or you're not even willing to get on the phone with people then our model's not going to work right because being on the phone with people is how you enroll them if you are unwilling to learn facebook ads which are actually quite simple once you have the right guidance if you're unwilling to do that because of fear of losing money on facebook ads or whatever else then our model's not going to work for you right now understand that with that there's an opportunity cost right 
The opportunity cost of not doing this model is you have to do another model, which may or may not be as good or better or worse for you. So this whole conversation is about there's no black and white, right? There's gray. It's all gray. And you have to be able to have wisdom or at least tap into somebody who does to show you the way. Because if you don't, you'll make mistakes and mistakes cost you time, money, and frustration. I'm not saying mistakes are bad. Mistakes are very good. You have to make a lot of them, right? The faster you, the faster you make mistakes and learn, the faster you can grow. But it makes a lot more sense if you can learn from other people's mistakes. And that's what working with a good coach will do, is a good coach will have done the things you want to do and will have made most of the mistakes that you haven't made yet. And they can just look back over their shoulder and say, hold, hold, actually, just watch out for that pothole over there. Watch out for that flying log that's going to come across the bush here. That's what a good coach is going to do, is going to provide you wisdom and guidance based on extensive experience. Not just I had a good month, but I had like a good 15 years with a lot of ups and downs. Okay, and that's the difference, guys. So context, sorry, context is extremely important. Um, so that's the deal. Um, if you'd like some guidance, if you'd like some wisdom from myself and my coaching team, we have 40 plus years of experience between us. So if you want us to help you get more clients or patients in your virtual practice and you're interested in this perfect client pipeline and maybe you have a brick and mortar that's currently closed and you want to be able to retain your patients without even having a perfect client pipeline, we can help you with that. Essentially, we can help you with the acquisition issue. How do we get more people working with you, paying you money so that you can help them? That's what we do every single day probably better than anyone else. If you'd like our help, just uh, drop me a comment in the comments below. If you're listening to this on the podcast, just head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash RAC and you can book in a call. If you're a business owner, if you're, if you're already generating revenue and if, you have, um, if you've been in business for more, at least more than a year, if you just started last week, probably not the best fit. Anyways, hopefully that makes sense. I hope you have a great day and I'll speak with you shortly.